Welcome back to In Conversation with Ann Romer on 105.9 The Region. Canada's own Trish Stratus, what a powerhouse, celebrated as one of World Wrestling Entertainment's all-time greats. She is a seven-time women's champion and a WWE Hall of Famer. Health and fitness have always been at the core of her many successful ventures. A premier lifestyle brand called Stratosphere, innovative health and wellness products, a line of fitness DVDs, yoga, by the way, is her passion, and a growing, glowing acting career. Now let's add family to that core, her inner strength, her secret weapon. Trish Stratus is happily married with children. From the mat to movie making to motherhood and everything in between, please welcome Trish Stratus to In Conversation. What a wonderful thing to have you with us, Trish. Well, thank you so much, Anne. It's great to chat with you again. So how do you go from being a York University student to a pro wrestler? <laughs> Easy answer. You have York University's professors go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does that mean? That's a true story. So I was, uh, I was in my third year. I was ready I was on my way doing all of the, the work I had to do to go towards uh, working towards medical school. And, and, and that was my ultimate goal. And um, York University professors went on strike. And we were basically waiting around. And a few opportunities fell into place at the time that allowed me to then pursue uh, a wrestling career. I got discovered by fitness uh, publishers. So I did a little fitness modeling. And then I got discovered by WWE. And the rest is history. <laughs> WWE is a world that I love to watch, but I don't understand. How, how challenging was it to immerse yourself in that world and not only stay afloat, but to actually thrive. So you didn't just survive, you thrived. Um, well, it was a challenge. I was like looking back, I, you know, the, and when you're in the midst of it, you just kind of, you're on autopilot and you're just doing it. Looking back, I definitely, uh, I know it was, I mean, 300 days of the year we were traveling, um, sacrificing everything from your best friend's, you know, first baby being born to weddings to, you know, all kinds of things. So um, it was a big sacrifice, but it was something I, I mean, you know, we talked, we talked about passion earlier, but, you know, wrestling from a kid, I mean, I love wrestling. I grew up, we went to Maple Leaf Gardens when I was a kid. And so to be able to, you know, have this profession with a dream come true and to be able to have, you know, to be athletic and to be a theatrical kind of like a, a hybrid, that's kind of what I was doing uh, was just perfect for me. Um, so I loved it. And I mean, uh, I found the balance, um, you know, there was basically when I found yoga, when I, you know, discovered yoga in my life, um, that's when I was able to really enjoy the ride. The first half of my career was a crazy phonetic pace where it was just like, go, 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 and, and focus on, you know, getting on that plane and then, um, you know, traveling, traveling and not really paying attention to the journey. And then after yoga happened and it kind of entered my life, I sort of stopped and smelled the roses a little more. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in Memphis. I should go to Graceland and, you know, that kind of thing. So I enjoyed, I, I took it as, you know, more as a blessing as opposed to a curse. Like, oh, I got it on the road again. And it was like, oh, okay, what am I doing this week? What can I, how can I maximize this opportunity? Um, and then, you know, just performance-wise, um, yoga obviously enhanced that as well. But um, I loved what I was doing out there, you know, and that's kind of the thing, I guess, when people say if you're passionate about something, you can do your best and it's worth the sacrifices that you endure. You know, it strikes me that it was very competitive in the ring, but very competitive outside of the ring as well. Is that the case? Was that the case? Um, in what way? What do you mean? Well, your the performance in the ring when you were wrestling that was very competitive, but also just yeah. trying to be the best and also trying to be the one outside of the ring was that challenging as part of WWE? 
I'll tell you, it was challenging as a woman because there really wasn't a place for women at the time. When I was doing my thing and I was sort of in my prime, um, women were more like this sort of sideshow. We were kind of walking the men to the ring, speaking on their behalf. We were called managers or valets. And so that was the role I was initially given. And, um, you know, with my tomboy background and just my athletic background, I, I knew I could do more. I knew I was capable of more. I had done the training to do more as well. And so when an opportunity came, um, they had actually no women's division at the time, and they decided to bring back the women's division, and I became champion for the first time. And that was a huge weight on my shoulders. It was like, okay, we're bringing back the women's division. There's going to be a, 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 you know, an effort from everyone, from our producers to our athletes to everyone involved that we're going to focus on this thing, and we're going to really try and build it, and I'm the champion. So it was a huge pressure, and it was a new thing to see. You know, we had to, like, sort of re-educate the fans to be like, we weren't just eye candy. We could do it like the men and perform to the same level as the men because, you know, um, at, at this point, we're still doing the 300 days a year. We're still keeping up ourselves, you know, the, the physicality of what we're doing, plus also trying to look great as well. That's what the women have to do on top of that all. <laughs> um, so it took a while. That was probably the biggest challenge was kind of um, getting over that hump of, of getting that acceptance from the fans and having them then appreciate us as, as equal athletes in the ring. Um, and then that equaled eventually, you know, working towards getting more ring time, equal storyline time, and just the amount of television time devoted towards the women's stories uh, than the men's stories. And so that was kind of my work and uh, most gratifying. It, it was a constant work. It was getting to work every single day, every single week, rather, and just being like, what can we do to move up a notch again this mm-hmm. week? Uh, so that was the work. But, I mean, we, if you look at what the women are doing now, I can say the work we did back then certainly made an impact. And, and there's a whole new... You know, I'd like to say we changed the perception of what the female can offer in the world of sports entertainment. You know, Trish Stratus, you're not just another pretty face. You're really smart as well. Why did you retire at such an early age and stage in your life? Um, I was, uh, those are a number of things. I, okay, there was, my contract had come up and I had to make a decision. Um, I knew, I felt at my, like at the point I was in my career, I just felt satisfied with what I had accomplished I was 30 at the time. I felt like 30 was a nice age to like, you know, I don't want to be out there going, oh, she's pretty good looking for, the, for an older chick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that. But I really just felt satisfied. I mean, I had worked with all the girls. There, you know, there was a handful of um, female athletes that were available to work like in the ring. Um, and I had kind of worked with every one of them. I had been, I was a seventh, uh, six-time champion at the time. Uh, I ended up retiring, becoming a seven-time champion. So I felt like I just really had checked everything. No one had ever accomplished seven-time champion before. So I felt like I had just done everything I wanted to do within the industry. And, um, you know, I knew, I mean, I've been with my high school sweetheart since oh, high school. And we were just patiently waiting. We knew that we didn't want to take a quick little wedding and go on a quick honeymoon so I could go back and, you know, go back on the road kind of thing and take off only a weekend or something. So we kind of like, I closed that chapter. Um, I opened up the next chapter, which was to devote time to my family. Um, also, one of the things that happened is my mom got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma um, during that thought process when I was trying to make the decisions. And it was an easy decision then to make. It was just like the universe nudging me like, this is time for family. Let's yep. go this way. Um, and I, you know, easily made that decision and, and, and got that opportunity to be with my mom during treatment and things like that. She's, um, she's recovered and, and, and uh, in remission now, thankfully. And um, yeah, and then I stepped away from the business uh, 2006 is when I retired, which is so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> you you also got married at around that time. So your childhood sweetheart, as you mentioned, Ron, who's been with you through thick and thin, it seems yep. as if you've been, I think I did the calculation, I think you've been together 
either dating or married for almost 28 years. Is that about right? You got it. I know. I can't believe I oh. say that. Sometimes I'm like, aren't I 28 though? No, I'm not. Okay. Good. No. Keep checking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been, it's insane. Like we've been together through it all, you know, I mean, he was with me when I was, you know, in, well, we, we were friends in high school, actually like best friends through high school. And he was with me during university. There was a time where I wanted to be a doctor. So I was, you know, we were splitting our time knowing he wanted to make a name for himself in his industry, which is in the construction world. And I was trying to, you know, I was volunteering. I was working uh, late shifts. I was, I was studying late at school. I was doing field hockey. I was, you know, just all, doing all these things that you needed to do in order to get a good resume to go to med school. And he just stood by, and, and we were both new. We were ultimately going to end up, like, with all the time in the world together. And so, yeah, like, those years together, like, seven years on the road, you know, sometimes, like, how did you guys manage that? It's, like, actually, in a good way, think of this. Um, well, we were together, so I would travel for shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday would be our live television show. So it was home for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and time to do laundry and hang out with Ron. <laughs> and, you know, they say absence makes the hunt fun, and it really did. You know, it was like we had super amazing, concentrated time when we were together. And, of course, he came on the road once in a while with me, and we made the most of our holidays in between and things like that. But, you know, and he's a fan of wrestling, too, so that helps. You know, I both grew up loving wrestling, watching wrestling. As a young couple, we went to wrestling together, you know, so um, it was something we we're both passionate about and just realized the sacrifices and amazing opportunity that, that I had at the time. Talk about passion. Your son, Max, who is, I believe, seven, and Maddie is almost four. What, yeah. do, what do they mean to you, Trish? Oh, they're, they're, my, they're my why. You know, they're the reason we work so hard, the reason we try to become a, you know, strong role model um, in the work I do and, you know, the, the, the people I influence. Um, and they're just, they're just amazing. They, they, they were, I mean, I've always wanted to become a mother. That was something I always wanted. And even leaving the business at 30, you know, parenthood was something that we definitely wanted to go to. Of course, we wanted to live as a couple first <laughs> since we had it for so many years with me on the road. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, you know, something we couldn't wait to settle down and have our, our little babies. And, mm. you know, we had a little bit of difficulty with some um, fertility things, you know, some issues that came about just because um, when you're a workaholic, apparently it doesn't work out. Your ovaries don't like when you work too much and you don't sleep enough. So, you know, uh, that allowed me to find balance in my life. I feel like everything's a signal from the universe to like, oh, I'm just going to let you know, you need to find some more balance in your life and in your body, you know, and so, um, but they were, you know, they, 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 they opened up my eyes to so many different things about finding balance, finding patience, um, and then, you know, they were the result of me finding balance, finding patience, and um, of course, as a parent, you also, <laughs> you see that every day, like last week when I had my son home for remote learning, patience is so important. <laughs> <laughs> Better believe it. So, you're an accomplished actress, and Christmas in the Rockies will air Christmas Eve on City TV at 7 p.m. How meaningful is that when it comes to your career, but also the timing of the release of the movie? I'm so excited. It, it was, I mean, first of all, this movie is so sweet and so lovely, which um, I know I can watch it with my kids. My last movies have been really Trish Stratasy, if I can say that. <laughs> you know, you think of Trish Stratasy, you want to cast me as an action, you know, kick butt female, you know, action person. And so that's kind of how my, my movies have been. So they haven't seen those ones yet. Um, so it'd be nice to like watch a nice movie with them. And, and, and honestly, I, I mean, I think if anyone says, like, oh, no, I don't watch those movies. Yes, you do. Christmas, everyone loves the Christmas movies. I don't care if they say they're cheesy or whatever you want to see. That's what you love about them, right? So um, to be in it, like, I don't know who's more excited when I got the gig with my mom or myself. We're like, oh, my God, a Christmas movie. <laughs> so, and then we, you know, we filmed it during COVID time. So that was uh, an interesting 
thing to do as well, which, uh, you know, that was, uh, we were one of the first productions that got greenlit. And um, so that was an interesting thing to navigate, um, but uh, quite an experience, that's for sure. Mm. You are a powerhouse, unstoppable, and oh, so lovely. Trish Stratus, thank you for joining us in conversation. Thanks, Anne. I appreciate it so much.